Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Welcome and thank you for joining us for episode number 47 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we're chatting about a vision statement for your company. Specifically, a vision should not be a mirage. So joining us today is Katina Peters. Hi, Katina. Hi, Megan. How's it going? It's going pretty well, though. We got a bit of a cold snap here in Montana. It's been like 45 cool. degrees in the morning. <laughs> Holy so in the middle of, we're in June here, and it's like, hey, <laughs> it's supposed to be summer. What happened? So. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, I mean, the opposite of 45 degrees here. <laughs> we're not having that issue, but trying to get our pool back in working order so that we can dip cool. in there. <laughs> Hopefully it warms up for you soon. Yeah, so we warm up towards the end of the week again. So we'll be up in the nice 80s. So it won't be too super right. high, which is nice. So Jeez, yeah. from 45 to 80. I, I know, big swing. <laughs> weird weather around here sometimes. Yeah. All right. So to, to start the conversation, let's start with what does a vision statement mean? So, you know, kind of the, I guess, definition, if you want to give it a definition, is a vision statement is really an image of the future we're seeking to create. So that's, you know, basically just, I guess, textbook definition, if you want to say, but to help everybody understand, like, what is it exactly we're trying to create here? It can also be defined as a vision statement is a declaration of an organization's objectives intended to guide its internal decision making. So um, just to clarify a little bit, a vision statement is really more internally used. It's it's internally used to make decisions and it's internally used um, to motivate your team, et cetera. And we'll go into that a little bit more, but um, it's a good thing to kind of keep in mind that this is about more of an internal document, I guess, if we wanted to call it a document that we're going to be utilizing throughout the organization. Yeah. And I was just personally really excited to have this conversation. I know we chatted just briefly about it, but in my experience in the past with a few different companies that I've worked with, the vision statement has been this very ideological string of words that they put together and throw it on the website and then don't touch it. And I think that's the main point of our discussion today and talking about why it's important and that it actually needs to be used. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's why we decided to title it. You know, it shouldn't be a mirage, right? You shouldn't just have a vision statement, slap it on your website or in your corporate documents and never touch it again. And nobody really knows what it is or what it means. And you're not using it to guide the company. Um, we want to create a vision statement. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to go about that in this episode. But also, we want to make sure that we're really, truly utilizing it. Um, because it's, it's, just wasted effort. Um, if we put it together and don't do anything with it, that's not the point. Right. <laughs> the point is for it to help drive the organization. Right. So one of the the things that I wanted to bring up before we dive too deep into this too, is uh, we do cover creating your long-term vision 
in episode number one. We actually, this topic is so important that we actually kicked off the podcast with this topic. So if you're interested in learning more about strategic planning and how it relates to vision, go back to episode one and start there. We have show notes. We actually have a PDF workbook that we provide for free that can help you establish those things and get them down on paper because that's another important component of having a vision is having it actually written down, right? Right. (laughs) Um, So we do want to reference that as another additional free resource for you if you want to dig in more and, and learn more about it and how you can implement this yourself. So there's some groundwork that we have to lay before we can establish a vision statement for the company. And I know you had, you've been working through a book that you actually really enjoy and had some, uh, some highlights from that that you wanted to talk through in how you can establish that, that groundwork before you move on to the vision statement and establishing that. Right, right. And this book is pretty popular um, uh, in the business world. So uh, if you haven't heard of it, no problem, but you may have. Um, but uh, it's called Traction by Gino Wickman. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. I didn't look up the pronunciation, but um, in the book Traction talks a lot about, you know, strategic planning and organizing yourself in that way. And, you know, it's something that we found a lot of value when we're working for our own company, when we're working with our clients to go through. So we thought we'd kind of backtrack and say, first, before you can really generate a vision, you need to go through a few considerations and a few steps, you and your leadership team, your partners, whatever that may look like for you. Um, So we thought, okay, before we just jump right into exactly how to construct the vision statement, we need to really define some things about ourselves as an organization first. And looking at traction and some of the things that he recommends, and they're pretty pretty straightforward when you think about it, but at the same time, I don't know that anybody goes through the process of actually trying to figure that out. It's one of those things that you keep pushing off and setting aside. So to start with, um, he recommends that you look at what your core values are as a company. And we've talked a little bit about core values in general through strategic planning, through some of the specifics on things like how you want your organization to operate, etc. So these values, again, just are woven into everything. So you want to make sure that you take the time to stop and really think about what your core values are as a company. And he recommends somewhere between three to seven core values. You don't want to be, uh, you know, you don't want 30 core values that you're trying to integrate into something you need to look at boiling that down. So what is a core value? So a core value is really kind of a guiding principle. It's what, uh, and one of the, the things that he recommends is to look at the attributes of your team and who's really successful on your team and what makes them really successful in your organization, because that can help you kind of define what you're about, right? Because if they're successful in your organization, it's probably because that what they have fits your values and fits what you're right. trying to accomplish. Um, so you can look at those characteristics and you know brainstorm a list and then kind of start working that list down. So you may have a few attributes that can be really pulled into uh, something else. And, and we have an example here of integrity, for example, as a core value, uh, or can be listed as a core value, but it can also encapsulate things like professionalism and work ethic and timeliness and turnaround time. So when you look at maybe your big list and you have all these things of professionalism, work ethic, timeliness, turnaround time, 
that we can look at that and take those and boil them down to just integrity. So now we're getting to a narrower list, but still is encompassing the things that we truly value. So you want to sit down and brainstorm with your team about those values and really get those nailed down first, because your vision needs to you know, incorporate those values. It needs to reflect those values. So you really need to define what those are first. Right. And then following that, he recommends that you look next at your core focus as a company. And uh, again, this is coming out of traction, but if you have your values first, so things like integrity, et cetera, so those can fit really any company, right? So depending on the company, I mean, obviously they're going to be different from person to person and company to company, but they're not specific to, to your organization necessarily. But a core focus is now... Why does your organization exist? What is your purpose, your cause, your passion? What is that core focus that you have as an organization? And that's something that you want to be have it be stated in somewhere around three to seven words. So it's not too long and too complicated. It's clear and simple. It's bold, though, to what you, you, know, you want to be bold in your business. It has kind of that, oh, aha, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's something that, you know, it needs to obviously reflect you and your values. So you want it to come from the heart and to be encompassing of everyone as far as in your organization and where you're going. You also, it's not about money or specific milestone or anything like that. That That's definitely going to come into strategic planning, but that's not really your core focus and why you exist as a company. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> yes, we need to all make money. <laughs> but you know, generally speaking, people are in it for more than just the money. They, they have a mission that they want to accomplish, a passion, a cause, a purpose. Um, so it's really bigger than a goal overall. And um, if we can maybe just, let's just give a couple examples. I think, Megan, we talked about if you want to just give a couple examples that he sh- shares in the book that just to kind of help people wrap their heads around that. Yeah. So one of the examples was uh, Orville Redenbacher and their core focus is take one thing and do it better than anyone. So very general statement, but it's, you know, overall big picture of what, why do they exist? What are they trying to accomplish? Mm -hmm. And then another one uh, from a wealth strategies firm is to create lifelong relationships and raving fans. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so that's just some examples of, so, you know, obviously they would have gone through what their core values are um, and those will likely play into this, obviously creating a lifelong relationship is likely part of their core value that they value relationship, right. Um, in their business. Um, and they want to create, you know, raving fans. Well, that's going to come out of, I assume things like integrity and doing a good job, et cetera. So they had some values underneath that, that built up into the focus as well. So it's kind of a combination of what you value and what you're, what you're looking to accomplish as a business. Yep. So once you've gone through and done that work, and like you said, I mean, these are concepts that aren't, it's not difficult to grasp onto, but it's it, it can be difficult to sit down, find the time and define what that means specifically for your business. So you do need to take the time to do that, you know, invest in actually establishing what those mean for your business before you're even ready to move on to vision. So once right. you've done that, and now, I'm gonna, before I let you even go into that, I'm going to say that's a very good point because um, we went over it in like 
10 minutes or less. <laughs> um, but this, these, you know, what we just talked about with the core values and the core focus, I mean, that's hours of work for sure to go at least a couple hours a piece going through and really soul searching and really diving deep and really coming up with that. So, um, so yeah, it's great that you pointed out that they're, like you said, easy concepts to grasp, harder to get to define. <laughs> so as far as what it means for you, for sure. Right. So I just wanted to kind of just reiterate that and, and to be clear about that. Don't expect that it's just going to come to you in two seconds. It's going to take some work for sure. Right. Well, and like we said in the beginning too, this is a tool that's supposed to be useful in internal decision-making processes. So you want that to kind of be the compass of your, you know, come from the heart. Like you said, that's one of the components of the core values of, you know, what is this? We Because we can all throw together some great innovation, you know, like words that we hear all the time. But right. what is, does that truly speak to what your company is about? What characteristics you value in your team? You know, there there's a lot of aspects that come down to making sure that it truly speaks to this litmus test of does this align with what we want to do as a company and our end goal? Right, exactly. All right. So next we want to cover some components to keep in mind to create a good vision statement for your company. Yeah. yeah. So now we've got the base of our you know, values and our focus. So now we're going into actually the uh, vision statement itself and, and creating that and um, wordsmithing that. So one thing you want to keep in mind is that tense, uh, like you know, present, future, <laughs> that kind of tense, is we want to be writing in the correct tense we want to use a present tense verbiage so it's more real and more powerful for us and our team when we're reading it so it's something that's ever you know we're likely ever reaching for but it's also something that is very present so that way we can feel it currently and it's powerful for us and our team to get motivated by that so when we're doing it we would describe you know what we're feeling what maybe what we're hearing what we're thinking saying doing i mean depending on the circumstances as if we've had already reached that vision and and we're operating in it currently so that's the first thing is writing in that present tense well and that's very similar to goal setting you know as you're going through and that's a practice that i've implemented for the past probably 9 months or so you know journaling those future things that you see yourself as, but you write it in the terms of you've already accomplished it because it gets your mindset in that. In the right place. Right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It works the same on the bigger picture for an organization. Same, same idea, same psychology, I guess, going in. Yeah. There, right. So, yeah. And uh, the next thing is that you want to have a powerful and memorable summary phrase as the first, preferably as the first sentence of your vision statement could potentially be a couple sentences. But again, the more simplistic it is, the more powerful and memorable it's going to be. And then that's going to tie in the rest of your vision statement. So you're likely going to be utilizing that summary phrase a lot in the, or hopefully that's the goal (laughs) to use it a lot in the organization. So, and, and that will bring back the rest of the uh, vision statement, the other uh, components that you have, and this maybe is a couple paragraphs long, depends again on the organization, but you want it to be something that kind of speaks to the whole vision statement and brings people back to looking at that and remembering what that is okay the next item is that we want to make sure that this is a timeless 
achievable outcome in it. It needs to, it should be lofty and, but it's still achievable. And we want it timeless in that we're not setting numeric values to it or specific period in time. I mean, that's what we do in strategic planning and when we're goal setting. But in a vision, it's a timeless thing. Our organizations uh, should be designed to be timeless and, and, and expansive and able to continue on. And so that's what our vision statement needs to be as well. It should use unequivocal language and not business lingo. <laughs> so it should be something, again, that's you know, memorable, that has that uh, passion in it, and it has the emotion in it. So business lingo tends to not so much, you know, encapsulate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that we're using things that fit what we're trying to accomplish. It also, and I skewed into this a little bit, but it, it should evoke emotion, passion, communicating the vision of things like hard things like what we see here do, as well as things like what we're thinking and feeling. Um, so as we kind of build that we're putting that in there now keep in mind some of this is not necessarily all going into that first sentence right. a little different but we want to pull that in because as you talked a little bit about personal goal setting and putting yourself in the place of where you would like to be the more you are doing that by painting the picture of what you're doing and seeing and hearing and thinking and feeling it really produces that and ultimately this is my last point here ultimately we're looking to build a picture hence the term vision statement in the mind so we're building that picture of what this is going to be but we're building it as if it's in the present tense already right yeah. So you should be able to picture almost like a movie of like, what does that look like? You know, when you close your eyes, you can see it. And can you describe that in detail of mm -hmm. what that vision looks like? Yes. I think that's great. Yes. And there's many studies that have been done about this um, in regards to personal goal setting. And it's the same thing for a company. If you have your your leadership team and really all of your team having this vision of what this company is looking like and where it's going the chances of actually achieving that multiply exponentially and it yeah. really yeah. makes a big difference and there's also as we're going to go into this in a minute here some other practical pragmatic things about the vision statement as well that will help keep that cohesiveness with the team too I would say too, it's best not to be vague when it comes to that stuff, because if you're trying to explain this to a team or com properly communicate that, they should also be able to see the same picture or relatively close to it that you have in your brain. So the, the more specific and detailed that you can be, you're all going to be on the same page and working toward that same goal, like you said, to achieve, right. have a higher percentage of success. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if everybody's going in the same direction and know where they're going and, you know, it's going to make much more sense and, and get you there that much faster. For sure. Right. Okay. So this is going to be my favorite part of the discussion because now, now that we have something on paper, how are we bringing the vision to life? How are we in yeah. Yeah, kind of circling background to where we started and not just sticking it on a website or on your brochure or in your employee handbook or wherever you may stick it, which are all fine places to put it, however. It's great, um, it's great to communicate those things. I mean, yeah. as a marketing professional, it needs to be on your website. It needs to be on your brochures. It mm -hmm. needs to be communicated, but it shouldn't end there. Exactly. It should be this constant living, breathing thing that we're referring to 
and using. So we are referring to it on a regular basis with our team and our meetings. You know, it's a big, uh, a big sign at the big meeting once a year, you know, whatever the case may be, but that we're actually going back to it and bringing it to mind and keeping it top of mind for everybody. And it should be um, not only referred to for for achievement of that goal and pushing everyone in the right direction, but it also should be referred to in making decisions. If something comes our way and we're trying to decide if we should do this or that, and um, we should be going back to that, well, what was our vision? And is this supporting taking us in the direction of our vision or not? And if it's not, do we, are we trying to change our vision? Have we decided to do something different or okay, we really don't want to go down that path because that's not getting us closer to our vision and where we're trying to go uh, as a company. Um, And that can help, you know, at all levels of decision making, obviously, as well. So we want to make sure that we're just kind of keeping that alive, (laughs) you know, throughout and, and weaving it into all our meetings, weaving it in so that it's a constant and um, everybody in the organization knows exactly what that vision is and could, could tell you top of mind if you asked. So that's that's the purpose of it. It's to keep everybody on the same track to and to enthuse the team to keep going and pushing forward and keeping them on track and helping them make decisions. So that's the real purpose in a vision statement. So I think a lot of times vision statement is just kind of thrown out there and everybody kind of knows what it is and this and that, but I don't know that that there's really a good job in college or in business courses and what have you of explaining why do we do a vision statement and what's the point like what's the purpose how is it valuable it's like oh i need this okay <laughs> so we do one and then we stick it somewhere and then right do anything with it um yep. and uh you know and then come to find out sometimes it's way different than where we end up because we never really paid attention to what it was as we were going along so i think it's an important topic to kind of come back to and redefine and reiterate really the purpose. I know I'm a big person about the why uh, behind things. I like to understand why I'm doing something, why something works a certain way, etc. So I think, and it really reinforces for me that I need to do it. So if I understand why I'm doing it, it's much easier to take the time to spend the hours to go through it because I understand what what benefit it's going to have in the long run. Uh, And I don't, again, I don't think that's really well discussed. It seems like at least not that I've come across. Um, So I think it's really important to look at that and to just really understand what goes into it and what's the purpose behind it. Yeah, no, I would totally agree. And, and taking the time, like we said, to really make sure that you are 100% backing that so that you can get excited about it as a business owner and engage your employees or your team and energize them with that vision statement. That should be something that excites you personally too. You know, that's your company. That should be something that you can bring them along and you get excited talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if it's not exciting, um, we're going in the wrong direction and we need to back up and, right. and figure out because, you know, it should be exciting as a business owner and as a person that, you know, you have a passion and a purpose and something that you're trying to accomplish and looking you know into the future and visualizing what what that could become and where you want that to be should be an exciting thing for you. Right. And, and it should be exciting for your team, you know, and 
And it's something that people can align with. So if they're not excited about it, maybe they're not the greatest fit for you. Um, and if they're super excited about it, they're, you know, that's going to make a difference to them. They're going to feel much more motivated. They're going to feel much more invested in it because that gives them that purpose too. Yeah, totally agree. Well, I, like I said, like, I just love the, like a conversation today about actually implementing it because it's just something that I, I think has fallen flat in a lot of companies. And I think it's something that could really benefit a lot of business owners because you do have this passion, you have this excitement about where you're heading. And sometimes that gets lost in, you know, something, maybe you hired an, another company to put together your vision statement and that sentiment got lost along the way or, you know, so to actually spend time yourself and define that and then invest the time in properly communicating with that with your team is huge. I think that can make yeah. a huge difference. And I think just revisiting that on a regular basis, because we all need that re-energization of, you know, continually remembering why we're doing this and what we're in it for and where we're going. And I think that can just really continue to spur things forward um, as we go through the daily things that we're going through. Again, just continuing to revisit that and, and remembering why we're excited about it and, you know, helping us to stay in that positive energy. That's a great point too, because, you know, I'm thinking of it in terms of energizing your team and your employees. And I mean, that can even come back to you, you know, like when you're having a hard day and looking at things like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this to-do list? Is this even worth it? Then you come back to that why or your vision and okay, yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Yes, there's tough days, but you know, this is what we're about. This is what I'm trying to accomplish in the world. So that's a great point. Absolutely. So I think we just need to instruct you at this point to go out and uh, either do your vision statement or maybe revisit your vision statement if you have one. Make sure it's still aligned with things like your core values and your core focus or rewrite it if you need to and then make it come alive. You know, do the work to get it out to your team to work with them about what your future vision is and why it's exciting and all those things. So go through that and I think you'll see a huge shift and getting things in the right direction. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today to walk through vision and implementing that and, you know, making some positive changes in your business. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it. We hope that you were able to take something away and challenge you to start implementing these changes. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep up that momentum and we'll see you next week. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.